Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm awake. <laughs> I guess that's that's a good thing. I'd hate to have you sleep through this. Well, I don't time travel like you. You what? I don't time travel like you do. Huh. We're never going to let me live this one down, are we? Never. <laughs> I need to put a new self-care practice in place. What? Keep a calendar? Talk to you less. <laughs> oh, ouch. <laughs> no, you have just had your sassy pants on this week, and ah. I have been too tired and frazzled to keep up with you. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep you on your game. That's that's it. Sometimes it feels like you're just trying to make me cry, though. <laughs> Of course I'm not. Kidding. Of course kidding. not. I'm kidding. I appreciate your elbowing me all the time and uh, keeping me in line mm-hmm. with your gift conversations. <laughs> You're not the only one that gets them. I know. Everybody gets them. I know. You're an equal opportunity, sassy pants. That's the job. That's what I feel. So that's what I get paid for. <laughs> Have we figured out exactly who's paying you, though? No. Okay. You get back to me when you figure that one out. I'll probably never figure it out. Oh, I'm tired today. Um, yeah, after a day off yesterday and doing a whole lot. Tired as I did. But I guess it's just been one of those weeks. So what what's your week of self-care look like? It was a week of stress because I don't think I told you this, but like I don't want to talk about the day job like in like in detail, but like people can't communicate and so it makes my job harder. So I had a lot of stress with people not communicating. So I use music a lot this week for stress relief. Okay. All right. I totally get the whole non-communicating thing at work. Um, I've also had a lot of um, unrealistic timelines thrown at me, Um, Mm -hmm. not looking at the full picture, which plays into the poor communication and add in a timeline thing. And that's just like stress central. So what, what kind of music do you turn to in these situations to help you uh this week i was listening to a lot of things like black keys and like uh i can't remember what else like mac miller and and stuff like that like i i I, and people are surprised by this but i don't listen to one genre of music i will switch to different genres in in a snap so like I, I don't keep to one genre of music. Like I think earlier this week I was listening to like Bowie. So like I, I tend to switch. Okay, I'm the, the same mood. way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am the same way. Like I have, you know, I there's people I know like they will go from like classical to hip hop to just like all over the place. Like depending upon what they're 
working on so are you more like does your mood or what's going on around you kind of dictate what genre you end up choosing or is it just like completely random i think it's just completely random because like i said sunday i was listening to bowie and then by tuesday or wednesday i was listening to like black keys and mac miller and then like i think yesterday what was i listening to yesterday i think yesterday i was listening to like like Deftones and Tool. So like, <laughs> I'm all over the place. I, I, I swear I'm all over the place. I love it though. I think it's great. Um, so music's been kind of a uh, coping mechanism for you <laughs> with the weekend uh, playing into your self-care. Um, yeah. Love that you're still sharing your daily gratitude. Um, have you noticed like any shifts like over the last two weeks? Like with that, is it, is it becoming more of just like um, an automatic thing or like, are you still like really in the moment? Like as you write your gratitude stuff, it's pretty much, it's kind of in, in it's ingrained now. Like I wake up and immediately do it or like, I'll start on it the night before, like before I go to sleep, if I think of something and then I'll just finish it the next morning. But for the most part, I'm doing it. I wake up, and then I do it, and then I post it by, like, 7 or 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I try to post it around the same time every day, but f- for the most part, it's usually between 7 and 8, I-, I end up posting it. Yeah, I think it's great. And the reason why I asked if it's become, you know, like, if you're still, like, in the moment as you're doing it, or if it's just, like, become part of the routine. And Maybe I didn't even phrase that right now that I'm saying <laughs> it again. It's, like, I feel like sometimes, like, we just start to do things, like, just to do it, like, Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know about you, but like, take for instance, driving, like you become so used to going the same route all the time. Like sometimes you zone out and you don't even realize what you're doing. Oh, I'm bad about that. Like, I'm... And, I, and I try to, <laughs> I try not to do that anymore. I try to like, cause I used to like get in the car and just drive and then like turn on a podcast and then I would never know like how long it took me from to the house to work. So like now I try not to listen to anything. I try to just sit in the car and just look around. And that's what I try to do now. Okay. Yeah, no, that, that totally makes sense. So yeah, like I, I know like for a little while, like when I was meditating, it was more so like I almost fell into such a routine with it mm-hmm. that it was like, okay, I need to meditate now. But I wasn't really in the moment during the meditation. It was just like, this is my block of time where this is what I should be doing, which I think is something that a lot of people start to fall into a bad habit with when we become so routined. Mm -hmm. So um, I guess what I'm a little more curious about is like, how are you ensuring that you're like actually practicing gratitude for the things that you write down as opposed to just making a list because it's what you're supposed to do when you wake up in the morning well i try to think about like i I don't just write i i I, and i understand where you're coming from with that Mm -hmm. like it being so ingrained that you make a routine and like okay i have i have to put this out with blah 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 whatever so like i i try to think of the stuff that i like I'm either truly grateful for or I'm thankful for that happened in the last 24 hours or the last 48 hours. Cause like I said, I don't try to, re- I don't repeat the same thing on the, th- on the list twice in a row. Right. Um, I try to think about the stuff that has either helped me as a, as just as a person or just 
or, or it's, go- it's going to help me in the future. So like I try to think about stuff that that either I have or I don't have that I will eventually be thankful that I have in the future. So like I try to think about that stuff. I don't I don't just put out a, a post just to be like, yeah, I got my grat- gratitude list done. It's done today. So I, I really try to think about what are the things that are impacting me today or tomorrow or in the past? And let's write those things down. Which is great because I think as, you know, humans, we just get caught up with checking off the box Mm -hmm. um, on the to-do list and everything. So I think that's great. Um, We've spoken about gratitude a lot. We've spoken about meditation. What other kinds of self-care do you practice? Like you don't strike me as the bath bomb face mask type of person so um, how do you wait how do you know that i I, i'm making assumptions based off of your sassiness um i don't know you could actually be soaking in a tub you know after going to lush and giving us all shit on instagram i i honestly don't know your life so share it with us mr gillis what other kinds of self-care do you practice i I have a daily, like a stretching routine. I don't do it every day. I try to do it as daily as possible. But um, have you heard of the yoga chin-up balls? I have not. Okay, so they're essentially this rubbery kind of massage ball. Okay. And I found about those from somebody. I think it was Alexandra Ellis. And she was – because I, I, I read – okay, I read the book – that uh, Jill Miller did. She's the one that invented these balls. And, like, their massage balls are they're rubber, and you can kind of roll around on them. So, like, instead of you going to a masseuse, you can literally massage yourself. So, like, it, it if you have tension in your, like, neck or stuff like that, you can roll on them, like, roll around on, on the floor with them. Are they kind of, like, tennis ball size? Uh, they're different sizes. So, there's, oh, okay. like, there's a, there's a smaller one that's more like a tennis ball, and then they, and they go up to, like, a bigger size. So, like, they're probably half the size of like maybe like a, a baseball like, or they, they go from the size of a baseball to like double the size of a baseball so like literally you can roll on those and then like uh kind of massage your muscles out and massage like if you have like like kinks and stuff in your in your muscles and stuff like that so i try to do that every day um there's some i have some other stuff around here that i use uh just for massage um i have like compression bands and stuff like that I just try to do stuff with with muscle compression and stuff like that because like you, you know, I work out a lot, so I I don't I, I get tense really easily, and like I could say with stress, you get tense really easily. So like I try to roll on those at least once a day. Okay, cool. Which sizes do you have? Like, have you found a preference in in sizes? Like for anyone who might be hearing this and is curious and is like, oh, I should get one of these and try it out. She has. I think she has the balls come in three different sizes, and then she has another one that's more like a uh, kind of like the size of a soccer ball, like a little. It's like a deflated soccer ball, and it, you can roll on like your stomach and stuff like that for breath work. Okay. Uh, and and it's like it's like rubber ish, and it's and it kind of like massages your, like your stomach area and your like and your chest areas to to kind of loosen all that stuff up, but. Uh, she's got like four different sizes between that deflated soccer ball one and then like three other sizes. So it, I I tend to use the bigger ones just because I'm a bigger guy, but um, like they they work really well. Like especially if you have like 
issues with like your elbow or like like around your joints okay so those things really really work well interesting yeah for the most part i've just always heard of you know foam rolling and stuff like that so this sounds pretty cool i'm gonna have to look into it and see what it's all about um any other kind of self-care that you practice like just for like relaxation or you know any routines after a super stressful day at work for me i'm pretty much either like I try to listen to music during the day just to stress, de-stress. But like, for the most part, when I come home, I usually just <laughs> sit on the couch. <laughs> uh, like I do a workout and I'll go to the gym, do a workout, and come home and just sit on the couch and either watch TV or read a book or something like that. I usually read. That's what I usually. That's what I've been doing lately. But um, for the most part, I, I try to at least read once a day, or at least ten minutes. Um, 10 minutes to an hour depends on what's going on at home but for the most part I I try to read at least every day right um, same way I, I find myself actually reading more lately than I have been watching TV um, mm-hmm. with the exception of yesterday and the day before I got sucked into Marvel movies um, of course yeah I just became one with the couch and the blanket and sometimes you just need days like that where you don't do anything. You just kind of let your brain rest and just not worry about a damn thing, which is actually a really nice feeling. <laughs> I mean, if if you're that kind of person that's super busy all the time, you, you kind of just need that downtime of this is just me and I'm just going to do my own thing. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. I think, um, you know, for myself, I've spoken quite a few times about like how this year I'm like readjusting to corporate world and that shit is just nonstop. It's like it mm-hmm. never it, it doesn't understand the clock. It doesn't understand the day of the week. It doesn't care that you have a day off. So you kind of like have to put all of those things into place. Otherwise, you could easily just work around the clock, at least in the position that I'm currently in. Um, so like yesterday and today are my days off. So Thursday when I'm Thursday night when I'm done for the day, I go in and shut off every notification that's tied into work. Yeah. This way it just like, it doesn't go off. I don't think about it. Um, I've gotten into the habit of, I put my work laptop and stuff. It's like in the closet now so that once I get home, so like I don't even look over and see it and I'm not tempted to look at anything or like try and get ahead for, when I go back to work tomorrow, because that's like a habit I started getting into. I was like, oh, I'll just take care of this, this and that so that work isn't as crazy tomorrow. And then like I would get sucked into it and lose my day off. No, I, I totally get that because I used to be like that. I used to be like a workaholic and I would bring work on with me. And now I'm just like I I clock in. I do my work. I try to do as much as I can for that day. Or if I can get a little bit ahead, I'll do the stuff for, to get a little bit ahead and then when i clock out at four i'm i'm done so like i yeah i i don't bring work home with me because i i just won't do it because i I just know how you can get and i know how i used to be where like you can bring that stuff home with you and it just takes over your whole night yeah and i'm noticing that more and more like um as i i hire people and everything it's like like people who aren't even part of the organization yet, like they don't even understand like what business hours are. It's like, 
11 o'clock at night and my Google voice text would be going off with someone like asking questions about training or whatnot. And it's like, on what planet is it acceptable to text someone at 11 o'clock at night about a work related thing? You know, it's just like, when did we get so skewed or is it just that people tend to think, Hey, you know what? I need this answer. Like right now, I don't care what you're doing. Well, I mean, that's the world we live in now that everything's instant, instant gratification. Like, like, like if I text you right now, I, I think I should get immediate response to you. And I feel like that's, that's a broken system that we have. Like you can't, expect somebody to be on their phones 24 seven at your beck and call. Yeah, it's crazy. And I, I. In order to be a good employee or to be good at our jobs that we need to respond to everything right away, but we definitely don't. And it's, it's important to set those, those boundaries. So like, all right, you said that you used to be a workaholic, you used to bring everything home with you. How did you break that habit? Like where where did you start with things? I I just started by realizing that work is from seven to four. Well, at that well, I'm talking about my job now, but like I'm just using an example. But um, uh, my work starts at seven, and so like people would start trying to talk to me about work before seven. Like like I get in the parking lot and they're already talking to me. I'm like, it's not seven yet. This is still my time. <laughs> seven o'clock comes around then you can talk to me about whatever you want work related so like seven o'clock rolls around i clock in you can do you can talk to me about whatever work related stuff you have and then i take a lunch i don't want to talk to you about any work related stuff like this is my time to decompress and then we can talk when i get back and then four it's the same thing like once i'm off at four don't come to me with an issue like you're gonna have to wait till the next day or you're going to have to figure out a, a different solution. So, like, I just, I, I've always been like that um, for the last, I want to say, probably 10 years. Like, but I used to, like, be about work, like, just working constantly. And just, like, I can't. Because you get burnt out. Mm-hmm. I, I I will say that I am bad about taking vacation. Because, like, as of right now, like, I think I get, like, three or four weeks. And I think I still have three weeks left. So, like, I don't really take a lot of time off. But, like... That's another thing I'm working working towards, just taking more time off. I think that's so common now, too. Um, you know, um, people are just like, oh, I can't take time off. If I do, I'll fall behind. And, yeah. you know, it'll just be so much exactly. more work when I get back. And it's it's like, that's awful. It's like we we have this time off and we shouldn't be afraid to use it. When I think... I think last year I got, I think three weeks last year, and I rolled over two. Okay. <laughs> so, because we can roll over vacation, so like I literally rolled over two. So I think I still have, as of this this year, I still have three left. That's good that you're able to roll it over, because so many companies don't even allow you to do that anymore, and they won't even pay you out for it at the end of the year. It's like no take it or you lose it. And they kind of, I think, bank on that mentality of I'm not going to take it because I'm just going to fall so far behind. And it like works to their benefit, which kind of sucks. Well, <laughs> if I ever got to the point where I got close to losing it, I would just take all of it at the same time. <laughs> You're like, see, see you in a month. <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, hey, you need to figure that out. 
<laughs> so um, when you did make this change from like workaholic to don't talk to me before seven, don't talk to me during my lunch, it's four o'clock, I'm out, come back at me tomorrow morning at seven. When you started implementing this, did you like have any like anxiety over it or like, oh my God, like if I don't answer this right now, it's just going to be like so much more for me to deal with tomorrow. Like, did you ease your way into it? Did you just jump in and make the decision of, hey, this is my time. I can't do this anymore. I I just made the decision because I felt like if I keep going down the route that I'm going, it's it's going to get worse. And I didn't want that. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you know having a kid and stuff like that. You, like I had a kid three years ago, so like I didn't want it to be like, uh, hold on, I have a, this work related thing to do. So like we can play in a minute. Like I didn't want to, to have that. So like I, I'm glad I got rid of that like a long time ago. Right, which is great because I think it's it's something that we all fall victim to of the wait, give me one minute, you know. Wait, mm-hmm. I just have to take care of this. And that I give me one minute, I just have to take care of that turns into like an hour later, you're still doing something because it's nonstop of this issue leads to that issue that leads to, well, I just need you for this. Since you're online, could you take care of, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, I think um, work-life balance is a, a super important thing for us to do. And I think it's something that's that's hard for a lot of us to to do as well so now that you mentioned that you have this vacation that you need to take are are you going to take oh yeah i'm probably definitely going to take it i'm trying to i'm thinking about and i, I put this on my gratitude list today about uh something about travel like i said something about visualizing places that i want mm-hmm. to visit or something like that i literally i think i think i was talking to crystal was this thursday i think it was thursday i was talking to crystal and we were talking about places we wanted to go. And so, like, this this one place on my list, well, two places on my list, uh, on my bucket list, uh, Iceland and Australia. So I had this, like, vivid daydream about going to Iceland. Okay. Uh, um, and so, like, I, I really want to make that trip t- to Iceland maybe next year or the year after. But, like, I looked at flights and they're super cheap, but... Like, I really want to make that a point, make that as a a thing I want to go to within the next year or two. But, like, I, I, um, I don't even know what we're talking about. Oh, we're talking about travel, uh, oh, vacation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I definitely will take, uh, take some more vacation, um, uh, this year. Cause I, like, like I said, I don't want to keep rolling over the same two weeks and then, it gets to a point where the company says, no, you can't roll over anymore. And then I have to take like five weeks or something like that. So I, um, I'm definitely going to take more vacations coming up in the future. It's just, it's just hard because there's a lot of personnel shifts and stuff like that. So like, it's been hard to like take off because mm-hmm. we've been short, so shorthanded. Right. Um, how, so how long do you want to go to Iceland for? Like, how long do you think you would need to be able to like, fully appreciate that trip because to me that's like one of the hardest things I have so many places I want to visit and I'm like but realistically how much time do I need to really enjoy it I think I I think I could probably go like five to seven days like I think seven days is too long for me though because I want to 
I went to Beijing one year and it was a week and I was burnt out by day five. Really? So, yeah. What burns you out? I just think just being immersed in that culture and okay. then just it being out of my comfort zone and being in that, in that, in that, in that zone for five days. Like I think it just burnt me out. Okay. That makes sense. I could see that. But I, I just think like just in general, I can probably decompress for five days. And after that, like I need to, I need to go. Okay. How long Thanks. is the flight to Iceland? Um, I don't remember what it was. It's, it's not as long as the flight to Beijing because Beijing was like 18 hours. So I would think the one for Iceland is probably only like seven. Okay. That's not too bad. Yeah. That's not too bad at all. Yeah. I have friends that used to um, travel to Vietnam and stuff all the time. And it was like 24 hours worth of flights. They would be like all kinds of screwed up, you know, time, time wise and everything, you know, from doing the trip. And it's like, Stuff like that, like when you're taking into consideration the time zones and everything, I think that plays a big role into how long you take for vacation as well. Because I think I think that's what messed me up with the Beijing trip too, because we were on a flight for like a long time, <laughs> and I think that just messed me up too. Because I that was my first international flight, so I, I it just pretty much messed me up for like the first day we were in Beijing. Oh yeah, you went you. Yeah, you took go big or go home to a whole new level with that being your first international flight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you weren't messing around. No. Do you think, do you feel that um, travel can play um, a role in self-care for yourself? I, I think it does because I feel like you really should get away. Um, you should pluck yourself out of the routine you're always in and put yourself in a different situation. So I feel like just traveling and getting away for a week or just for a few, just even like for a weekend, I think that stuff resets you. Yeah. I think you get to see new places. Um, just, and, and like you said, even just a weekend trip, just going like one or two States over, or, you know, even if you're in a big state, like you are just, you know, going from, one big city to the next can be like a completely different type of culture mm-hmm. as well. Um, and just exposing yourself to stuff like that. I think it helps you to, to grow as a person. It could put different things into, you know, new perspective for you. Um, and I think I've, I've just been finding that that's been a huge component to self-care for myself. It's just, you know, learning and growing and trying new things and, realizing that what I've always, you know, grown up with and, and, you know, considered the norm and stuff like that is, isn't necessarily the case. Um, I mean, when when you took your trip to Arizona, you were, you were relaxed. (laughs) That was the greatest trip ever. It, it, it really was. As we were there on that trip, we were already talking about like the next one back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it was funny because that trip honestly scared me, like going into it because I was like, it's Arizona in freaking July. Like, I'm going to die. I'm it's, gonna... A, it's a dry heat, though. Yeah, that's what everyone keeps saying. Okay. Dry heat is still heat. It's but when you're used to that humid weather, it's not as bad. It's definitely more like when you first open up the oven to like check on something and you get smacked in the face with all mm-hmm. of that heat. That was leaving that was leaving the room every day 
at Arizona. But it's yeah. also it's also hard to complain when you're laying poolside all day with like unlimited mimosas. So <laughs> You know, and you gave me so much crap. I gave you so much crap. You were like, I was like, look, you're you're relaxing too much, and you gave me so much crap. <laughs> there is no such thing as relaxing too much. Um, yeah, no, that was that was amazing. It definitely went by entirely too fast. But doing that trip made me realize that that is something that needs to become part of my yearly routine. Like, yeah. That is something I had never done for myself before. And I, it was a harsh reality to realize what I've been missing out on and like how, how much that impacted my mental health. Just like the letting everything go, unplugging from just about everything and just not giving a damn about what needed to be done every day. It was like, I woke up whenever I wanted to. The hardest decision was which pool do I want to go to today? Yeah. <laughs> and like, which restaurant do we want to eat at? It was, that was the hardest thing. Although, you know what? I take that back. There was a really hard decision between which flavor of mimosa to go with each day. Um, thankfully, they let you change it up with the bottomless mimosas. So it was kind of just like, which one do I want to have first? But... <laughs> <laughs> But when you're so used to day in, day out, you know, everybody work drama and, you know, not personal life drama and just mm -hmm. dealing with your own shit, because that in itself can be a full time job when you have a lot of, you know, life changes going on and everything. It was just it was amazing. And I, I think that everyone should take at least one vacation a year where it's just zero agenda, just nothing. Just no, with... I, I, I do think people should take at least one vacation a year, even if you just get away from your normal circle of this is your life. Like you need to get out of that whole circle and go somewhere else. Like even if, like you said, another state over or a couple states over and then just go somewhere for like just a few days mm -hmm. just to get out of, just to break up the routine. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's there's a lot of traveling that I want to do. Um, and I look at some of it and it kind of stresses me out because it's travel where I want to have an agenda. Like there's things I want to see. There's things I want to experience. And mm -hmm. you can't really relax in those situations because you are going with a, a purpose. So it's like, yes, it's yeah. you can take in the culture. You could learn. You can experience. But you're missing that relaxation component of things so I think that's that's something that needs to be incorporated so like if you have two vacations two weeks of vacation a year like use one of those just to relax and use mm -hmm. another one to explore experience and learn like if I can make that happen every year I think I win at life <laughs> no you definitely do but I, like I said I, I don't think people there are people like me that don't take all their vacations so like and i think next week next year i get another year, another week so hello and uh, hello okay i can hear you again okay <laughs> no i was i was saying that i i think next year i get another week of vacation so like i'm gonna have a problem next year <laughs> Even if you just break them up and turn them into like long weekends, like 
all summer long or something you know like bookend things this way it's not entire weeks but it's like breaking up the the all of the work stuff and like giving you some extra time with mayhem to check things out and do things and even just watch her grow and whatnot it's it's awesome there's so many things that we can do with that time off I think sometimes we just need to think outside of the box as to how to maximize that for what what we just need in in life so I think we touched upon quite a few different subjects today this wasn't a bad uh self-care chat we just and we had no clue what we were going to talk about so no (laughs) this is just this is organized this is the organized chaos version of dumpster fire like that's just a pure show and this is a little more we'll we'll we have a a topic and we'll kind of just flow with it but dumpster fire was something else you're the next guest on dumpster fire so get (laughs) you 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 volunteered to be on it so good luck you know what it's kind of not fair though because i don't think i can ever top what went down with crystal like that the how do you top the popcorn ceiling thing i don't think anybody can top that you can't (laughs) you can't top that this is the these are the conversations i have with crystal on a regular basis i think dumpster fire should just be a weekly discussion of the randomness of crystal along with your sassiness like i'm always gonna bring the sassiness oh i know you are so get ready i will be worried about you if you ever reply without sass i'll be like oh my god willie needs to start practicing self-care because something is wrong here no no valerie said that to me the other day because i was being nice to her and she was like wait what what happened to you <laughs> where is where is willie what did you do with willie who are that's you? what she said she's like who are you <laughs> I love it. I love that it's not just me that you give shit to. Um, I've I've bonded with quite a few people over the last couple of days via direct message based off of your stories and their responses to your stories in their feed. So it's, you know what, your sass is just bringing the community closer together. So thank no, you. The only person I don't give sass to is Ryan. That's the only person. <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. Maybe he's just nice to me. Everybody else is mean to me. Oh, my God. We're going to end this podcast right now because I need to go meditate after that statement because I, I feel my, my stress levels going up because I am always nice to you, Gillis. Always. That's not, that's not your stress level. Sorry. <laughs> okay. This is just a preview of Don't Surfire, guys. Sorry. <laughs> On that note, I hope that everyone enjoyed our little chat on self-care today. Willie and I both threw up um, questions asking you guys how you practice self-care in your lives. Um, If you would be so kind as to share what it is that helps you to uh, recenter, reground, and uh, de-stress yourselves, that would be awesome. Uh, Willie, as always, it was a pleasure chatting with you i look forward to doing this again with you in two weeks so um i look forward to you know just hearing if there's any new self-care methods that you throw in there any ones that you've been focused on more or 
I don't know, whatever else we come up with. Uh, just take a moment. I'm sure everyone knows where to find Willie Gillis these days online. But just in case someone crawled out from under a rock and just found you, why don't you let them know the best places to find you online? You can follow me on Instagram at Willie Gillis. You can follow me at Twitter, but I won't be over there. So good luck. <laughs> <laughs> but over on Twitter, you are the Willie Gillis. That's because somebody took Willie Gillis. So I just put the Willie Gillis. Okay. So you're like the OG Willie Gillis over on I, Twitter, I even though you're not over there. So does it even matter? I mean, who, the, who uses Twitter? I don't know. And where can people find Dumpster Fire in case anyone is intrigued by Crystal, the mayhem <laughs> of Dumpster Fire, and what the hell we were talking about with popcorn ceilings? Uh, if you want to find Dumpster Fire, it is gone. It's going to be on both me and Daryl's podcast, the Daryl Perry podcast. Um, Daryl's got the odd episodes. I've got the even episodes, and you can find all all those even episodes on what I live for, which is my actual podcast that I do, where I interview people about their stories and their passions. Awesome. Thank you so much, Willie. You enjoy the rest of your weekend, and uh, I'll. Go give you some shit on Instagram in a little while. Thank you. I'll be ready for it. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye.